0: Welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We are a free-thinking religion guided by values, shared values, rather than particular dogmas or creeds. We encourage individuals to claim their personal beliefs based on conscience and experience. At our core, Unitarian Universalism places an emphasis on the worth, and value of every person and the interconnectedness of all things. UUs are encouraged to give their lives to their values, demonstrate compassion, respect and justice, working together to make the world a better place to pass along to our children and our children's children. My name is Mark Skrobatz, easy for me to say. Until 2008, I was a member right here before I moved to Kerrville and was ordained and installed as the minister of Kerrville's UU Church of the Hill Country in September of 2009. It's a joy to be with you today and to see so many familiar faces. Today's worship theme is on patriotism. We will explore attempt to explore what that means. If we hope to gain more out of being patriotic and seek to be active Unitarian Universalists, then we must engage the endeavor taught to me by the dear Professor Immanuel Kant. He emphasized to his students two and a half centuries ago, it is absolutely integral to the development of his philosophical views. Kant said, think for yourselves. Good bumper sticker stuff. He also said, have the courage to make use of your own understanding. Not good enough just to have understanding. you got to use it. Indeed, Professor Kant, we will give it a go. I'm grateful to be with you today and for each of our lives joined together for this brief moment in time. May we offer ourselves to this exploration of patriotism with an open heart and an open mind. In the light of truth and the warmth of love, we gather to seek, to find, and to share One of your members recently sent out these words that describe something of patriotism. I believe they are what many of us, too, feel and think. Let me share them with you. As July 4th approaches, I imagine most of you, like myself, will at some point pause to again honor and revere the courage and the wisdom of the Founding Fathers. As I grew up, I developed a basic faith in the goodness of my country and a deep, reverent loyalty to my country's symbols, celebrations, and institutions, and a trusting faith that our government would honor and enshrine in its actions and its greatness the universal principles embodied in the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. This I essentially once took for granted. Over the years, I've come to finally fully appreciate that our constitutional republic does indeed need a fully informed public to survive. Unquote. I'd like to add, and fully involved, While the writer continues with concerns about the transparency of our government and our own willingness as a self-governing people to question our governmental administrations, let's continue our inquiry into patriotism with the symbol of the flag. Have you noticed how much the stars and stripes are ever present in political campaigns? Tis the season. Apparently to remind us of the candidate's patriotism. The more flags showing, the better. Whole rows of flags, with everyone in camera's view waving a handheld flag. And heaven help the candidate who fails to wear an American flag lapel pin. Never mind that the pin and the flags are most likely fabricated in an overseas sweatshop, along with the various decal ribbons proclaiming support for our troops and such, I guess the theory is that without the symbol, one can't quite be sure the candidate, or anyone for that matter, is truly a patriot. This conjures personal memories for me, and I'm sure others in this room, of the Vietnam era and the famous bumper sticker, America, love it or leave it. I still see those occasionally on pickup trucks in Kerrville. (laughs) The notion that patriotism consists in paying homage to symbols isn't new. Governments have made this type of appeal throughout history. I'll go to one of the rather onerous examples, because as a preacher, I like to paint the black and white of it. The Nazi movement in the 30s in Germany was fueled by symbolism. Stirring music, massive displays of uniformed men and military hardware, impressive and a trigger for mob mentality. I think a person's interpretation of the word patriotism tells much about the person's self and views and era. Note that pro-slavery was once patriotic. Pro-labor union was un-American. The latter sentiment is arising again, along with a number of issues many of us thought long gone. Some in the media, public office, and other sources tell us that one's degree of patriotism is governed by the degree to which they believe our country is the only repository of good in our world. Many of these people hearken to some good old days when America was truly a beacon for liberty and and success. But I think most of us would probably say, it just ain't so anymore. But how do we feel about that? If your religion is nationalism, you'll probably be very upset. And I'm mindful of the nationalistic, jingoistic, attitude that many of us will have, maybe even already as we're watching the qualifying events for the Olympics. (laughs) Patriotism wears many disguises in America. Some equate patriotism with religion. They have a goal of shaping every aspect of our culture in accordance with biblical laws, especially the political aspects. We've seen plenty of pressure in recent years from the religious right, who would have thought that contraception would be an issue again in 2012? Today, being for marriage equality is looked upon by some as godless, barbaric, and unpatriotic. Marginalizing people who hold minority views or no religious views is seen as patriotic. The list continues. So how do we who profess Unitarian Universalism define patriotism? The simply uh, saying, my country, right or wrong, that's too simplistic. We UUs have a long history of civil disobedience as a more complex form of patriotism. How many laws did Thoreau, or Dr. King break to further the cause of justice? Who made the full text of the Pentagon Papers available for scholars and libraries by publishing them in book form? When excerpts of those papers were leaked to the newspapers, President Nixon used every tactic, legal and illegal, to suppress publication, forming the infamous team of plumbers to track down the leak. Such tactics eventually triggered the Watergate scandal that drove Nixon out of office. Patriotic UUs had a role in that. UUs find respecting unpopular views very patriotic, and threatening those views is not very patriotic. Would wearing a flag... On my lapel, make me a patriot? Or is patriotism believing in what that flag was meant to represent? So many who used the flag pin as a litmus test seem to feel that when I voice an opposition to poli- policies I believe are wrong, I'm unpatriotic. But what would Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, and Thomas Paine do? Well, We know what they did when they tired of paying homage to an unresponsive government. I think most in this room would agree that Thomas Jefferson was a patriot. Yet Jefferson opined that it was right. No, it was not just a right, but a responsibility of the citizenry to monitor the actions of our government, and when necessary to take action to remove the government. I think that we know today there are whole media outlets with the mission of criticizing and removing our present administration in Washington. Does that make them patriotic? It might be nice to be considered patriotic. If only I could believe that my country always did the right thing, if only I trusted our leaders or the Supreme Court to uphold constitutional rights, if I could believe that the lack of concern shown while New Orleans was drowning had nothing to do with the disregard for the poor and powerless people, and if I could believe our leaders only went to war as a last resort, then I might be considered patriotic. It would be an insult to the founding principles of America and paying homage to the symbols of America while trashing the idealism upon which it was founded, and that would be dishonest. There are those who seem to assert a strong influence in politics who now call themselves social conservatives. People like Brian Fisher, the spokesperson for the American Family Association. He has a favorite theme that homosexual behavior has always been a matter of choice. He quotes a scientific study that shows concordance of homosexuality between identical twins to be only 6%. He says, Quote, if one of them's gay and it's genetically caused, the other one ought to be gay 100 percent of the time. Unquote. Fisher is an extremist, and he also ignores contrary statistics. For instance, in 2003, psychologists at the University of London performed a meta-analysis of 10 studies, actually six involving concordance of identical twins. And the reported range of homosexuality was 30 to 65%, far greater than the average occurrence of homosexuality in the population at large. They concluded their evidence strongly suggests a heritable component. Many UUs would resonate with this information, and that's why we stand on the side of love as a political action and as a patriotic action. That's part of how we are patriotic. I don't know too many UUs who take the position that blind obedience and displaying symbols represent patriotism. Waving the flag doesn't take much thought, just some muscle. Maybe that's the difference between those who long for a country steeped in economic and military power as patriotic, as opposed to those who feel it is the duty to oppose power when appropriate. Some of us may wonder about the difficulty that you use have in proselytizing. I think our lack of absolutes hinders our ability to do that, as well, perhaps, as the ability to fit within a generally accepted definition of patriotism. Free thought and no dogma, that's our mission. So be it. I hope lots of conscience, lots of compassion, lots of feeling to act on what is right in our conscience and from our compassionate hearts. Listen to those who promote my country right or wrong, and they'll accuse anyone who questions our country's stance on human rights as being un-American. And part of their view is the effort to merge religion with the government. They ask, why can't we just have a national religion? To many, it's an integral component of patriotism. If you aren't a Christian, how can you be patriotic? Can an atheist be patriotic? Not according to Fox News. Simply inferring that someone is a Muslim is enough to smear. Remember John Kennedy's Catholic faith of 50 years ago. I wonder how much the presumptive Republican candidate's Mormon faith will actually affect his campaign. Could our founders who specifically stated that this country was never to have a religious test for public office Abide this? But then the talk of repealing portions of the Constitution seems to be very patriotic nowadays. Could a UU pass the presidential candidacy test? I don't think so. Do you? Sadly. And while this country was clearly built on a secular foundation, reactionary voices now spout out the term secular humanist, non-believer, as a curse. Most religions are based on some really wonderful suppositions, often called facts or truth. Each attempts to tell what is good and what is evil. How should we live And what must we reject? So many memorize these rules, while forgetting the central tenet shared by all religions globally begins with, do unto others. But just as some politicians have perverted democracy, so have some clergy perverted religion. And rather than exercising the golden rule, they spend time judging others and segregating them by whatever at the time is convenient. Sexual orientation, political philosophy, whatever self-serving interpretation of Scripture is the latest. Gay sex is an abomination. Jews, Muslims, Buddhists, Hindus, will all burn in hell. It is my sacred duty to compel you to believe this. And if I fail to convince you, then I'll have to kill you. Of course, I do so for your own good. In the name of God, they pervert religion. And I think that philosophy makes religion a sham to many, probably many in this room. Hindus and Buddhists preach universal love without judgment of others. And I know they're human if you've seen some of the recent things on the internet of Buddhist monks carrying automatic weapons. But universal love without judgment, I think we'll all agree, is more humane. It's just that most of us haven't evolved to the point where we can practice that. Patriotism is probably a good thing. Maybe a sharper definition would help. So here are a few thoughts in closing. I'm certain you can add your own. Believing that our country can lead the world toward peace is more patriotic than knowing that we can vanquish anyone in any war. I think of the many thousands of citizens, including many of us who took to the streets prior to the invasion of Iraq, were patriots in the true spirit of our founders. It is patriotic to honor and recognize the separation of religious belief from the governing of our country. Keeping in mind how many came to America to escape Regimes where the line between government and religion was clearly blurred or simply ignored. The rights of the minority must never be compromised by the will of the majority. To do otherwise is unpatriotic and anathema to the Constitution. I believe that torture is unpatriotic and un-American, as is the de facto repeal of the right of habeas corpus. We'll quote a little Latin here just to throw in some other language. This nation was founded on the rules of law and not the rules of men. George Washington was offered the position of king He wisely refused. There's a good lesson in that. We do not benefit by mimicking that which we despise. And we certainly despised good old King George. And yet we hear constantly that, well, they do it, why shouldn't we? A true patriot would say that by mimicking that with which we disagree is surrendering, maybe even treason. We do not spread democracy by ignoring democratic ideals. When we become what we purport to fight against, we are committing treason. And treason is no less when our leaders do it than when we do it. So we send our children off to fight in wars, to die Wars of choice, it may be hubris, empire building, it may result in material gain, protection of our strategic resources, but that, women and men, is not patriotism. Will history judge those who speak out against war as traitors or patriots? What of those who support the right of every loving couple to be married? Barbaric? Unpatriotic? And is there any doubt on which side of those issues many UUs stand? Is it patriotic, as many have in the past few years to continually call for the failure of a president while he is in his office, blocking his appointments and stifling his ideas, that seems to me to be antithetical to both democracy and religion, and I cannot believe in that. And so I'm acknowledging our humble efforts to show A multiplicity of flags up here, two of them. That symbol. I'm willing, I'm unwilling to cede this flag to subvert those ideals. It's my flag. It's our flag. And I'll honor it because of the principles it was meant to represent. And when we decide that this nation must be a force for good, then we'll deserve the title patriots. In the family of nations, we will act as any good family member. Treating others with understanding when we have differences is patriotic. And I hope that those who would call themselves patriots will recognize The kind of patriotism this flag was meant to represent is respect and love, not swagger and torture. Airplanes dropping food and water and medicine, not bombs. A government that is committed to resolving differences through diplomacy and discussion, not threats. I would hope that our efforts might be the beginning of showing the rest of the world the America we were always meant to be. If we do that, patriotism will have prevailed. If we do this, all the world and all the world's gods will join us in blessing America. As we leave today... I invite you to consider the ideals of patriotism found in these last few quotes. I'll begin with probably one of the most infamous, that of Samuel Johnson. Some of you are going to know this one. Patriotism is the last refuge of a scoundrel. Then there's that of Felix Adler, the Jewish rationalist, intellectual, social reformer, and religious leader who founded the ethical culture movement. He said, love of country is like love of a woman. He loves her best who seeks to bestow on her the highest good. And finally, we have a similar sentiment updated in the words of George McGovern. The highest patriotism is not blind acceptance of official policy, but a love of one's country so deep, deep enough to call her to a higher plane. Amen. And so it is. Namaste. And. This is a presentation of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, visit our website at www.austinuu.org.